Hey, Julie, you look prettier than a chicken wing in an air fryer. Why, thank you. I can't help it. She's so hot. I'm just too horny, dude. <laughs> hey, how are you? I'm well, thank you. Buy my plane ticket. <laughs> I'll just start packing my bags now. Oh, my God. Just end the season already. <laughs> Hello, and good evening. <laughs> Hello, good evening. It is Thursday, August 4th. 2022 and we just um concluded the week four eviction episode of big brother 24 but we're just getting started here on super made brothers podcasting streaming here on live on facebook youtube and on twitch or you might be listening to us on the audio version i'm dave mater joined with my brother jeff mater and co-host jameel robinson we're gonna break this episode down tonight talk about this eviction of nicole who goes out nine to one we get no hoh competition really here uh but we saw some uh, other intrigue a lot of showmance going on tonight uh, we saw the two different sides of the house forming. Jeff, we didn't have you last night. Uh, how are you? How are you doing tonight? Good. Ready to talk about this eviction episode. Yeah. And Jamil, um, do you have some takes? I do have some takes. Um, I hate this episode. And I'll tell you why I hate this episode. Mm -hmm. I wanted my pound of flesh and I did not get my pound of flesh. I feel cheated. Right. You and, wanted uh, a more cutting exit for Nicole. Yes, because Indian or Big Mouth, right? right. Or, was coming. Oh yeah, yeah, you could tell. And the producers trying to to be nice to Indy, no reason to. She is not a character that is going to be here long enough to to matter. So, um, you know, show the warts is what I'm saying, right? On and Indy. On Indy specifically, because they showed the conversation or part of the conversation, but they didn't really show the things she was saying about Taylor. And they didn't sh show her scurrying like a cockroach to Nicole right after that conversation. Right. But we'll talk about it more in detail when we get to it. Yeah. Um, Jeff, what did you think of the did you check out the veto episode last night? Um, yes, I did watch it after. Yes. Did you see the psychedelics? Yes. Do you think that was a good segment? Yeah, I thought it was a cool competition. Yeah. <laughs> you, you guys didn't like it? Mm. I Jamil, didn't like it. Jamil did not like it. I thought it was different, but I was not necessarily didn't think that the competition itself was fun. I liked it. I thought it was really neat. Um, they they were definitely like they they were thinking outside the box. Yeah, sure. I don't know. I thought it was cool. Pink elephants into flying green pigs, Jeff. When they had to count like how many mushrooms, they had to count how many like, faces, all, all different sorts. It was of a things. good trip, bad trip. They were going, they were going like all in on the psychedelics. Yeah, I thought it was a cool competition, um, but yeah. maybe that was just me. Well, Kyle and Daniel won it, and you know the whole story of this episode and la you know last night and into this one was that uh, the 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 leftovers alliance wanted to keep things the same. They were going to get Alyssa out, right? But then Daniel goes and uses it and ultimately gets his strongest ally, Nicole, out of this house in this move. But, you know, aside from that, you know, uh, it also allowed for Kyle to use the veto on on Alyssa, you know, and, and she was really uh, happy with that. Kyle did use a power of veto on me. It makes me just over the moon happy. I mean, Daniel. She's over the moon, Hattie. It's the hottest thing ever. It's like the hottest thing ever when someone takes you off the block. Are you kidding me? I wanted to kiss him right then and there. 
Yep. <laughs> Jamil, not a fan of the showman, so I'm guessing. Well, um, I guess it does well for me in terms of my um, my picks. Uh, it gives her a storyline that will keep her, you know, featured in the game. Did you pick Alyssa? Yeah, I have Alyssa and Taylor. Okay. They're in the girls' uh, besties now. <laughs> yes. Um, so, so I'm going to also add some commentary because um, my um, my mother actually sat down and watched this episode with me. Okay. Okay. So I was well... trying to fill her in on some things. And I will point out when she's just like, she looks at me like, what the fuck? <laughs> right? I'm going to point out the specific moments because there were a couple okay. <laughs> during this episode. Uh, can I speculate on one of them? Go ahead. So there was this whole moment tonight, Jeff, where uh, Nicole tells uh, you know some of the other side of the house, the non-leftover sides, namely yeah. Jasmine, Alyssa, and Indy here. Big news. I was a police officer for 10 years before I became a chef. I was a detective for two of those years. Oh, so please help us because I don't know how to figure out this game. <laughs> I have all of your facts. Uh, that was probably my favorite moment of the night. It was amazing. <laughs> He's like, oh, please help us. <laughs> it was like police Batman. officer. It was like Batman revealed himself and. They were like, oh, please. We're... Save me, Batman. Save me. save me. Save me. Oh, my God. Are you here to save me? Are you a police officer? Were you yeah. doing this whole time? That this... <laughs> I don't know what, what show I'm on. Oh, Lord. That was funny. No, it wasn't, it wasn't. She didn't understand the importance of it because she's never seen Big Brother before. Right. Uh, Jasmine was pretty impressed by this, guys. Uh, she, yeah. Uh, she, had, she had a couple That's... quotes here, that, in, namely... Nicole was a cop for 10 years, and not just any cop, a whole detective. Gee whiz. Oh, <laughs> I'm surprised she didn't hold on to her hat. Oh, wow. She can figure out things here. She can figure out things that I can't figure out. I need her on my side. Oh, Lord. oh my God. <laughs> it's just, it's Miss Minutes. It's every time I hear her voice, it's, I know you have the figure. Gee whiz. It's oh, my God. God. Every time I hear her voice, I just think of Miss Minutes. Oh, Jasmine is something else on this so, show. So this is a moment where she, she did turn to me because I'm like, Mom, watch this woman. She's from the South. And I just want you to pay attention to this accent. And she started talking. She looked at me like, what the hell is wrong with her? Right? Because you hear her talking before, yeah. right? In the, and then she's like, she does yeah. it again when she talks to Julie to do the vote. Yeah. She's like, what? What? <laughs> like, she didn't understand it all. Right? Oh, my gosh. It's so heavy-handed. It's so fake. It's, yeah. it, it's not even... It's like a character that she's playing when she has to be on for the show or for Julie or, like, on live TV. She goes into caricature mode. But when she's playing the game... Just the normal whatever person, you know, you know what I mean? Like, and it's just like, why are you not that way in the DR? What what is what is making you do this character? I don't get it. You know, that's what it's what I constantly think about when I like, watch her. I, I felt kind of embarrassed. I I honestly because in some circles, and I'm not saying it's my personal opinion, but I can understand this opinion. Um, 
it's what Spike Lee would refer to as coonery and buffoonery. Okay. Right. Right. So, <laughs> Jeff, you get what I'm saying. Dave, do you get what I'm saying by that? I think I do. Um, okay. do you, but <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> um, that she is like, she is um, a couple steps from being mist, um, minstrelly inclined. Yes. <laughs> if you get I what I'm see, saying. I can, okay. I can see what you're saying. Though. Okay. I'm just guys. We, we, we also had this other moment in the episode here where uh, we have Nicole and Daniel saying the, the rest of the house are a bunch of losers. They're a bunch of clowns. These are a bunch of clowns. <laughs> Any thoughts, Jeff? On your draft picks? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Team Jeff. Team Jeff in this draft this year. It took, it took a week for me to figure out that these two were the worst last night i was watching the episode and i thought of what jameel said about how week one hoh sets a tone for not only week one but like the whole game and i think because of the way daniel played with like basically he chose nicole and everyone else was whatever and he was like oh i'll just take out taylor because people want me to like he had no thought into the hoh he just tried to go with the flow and do the right thing on you know textbook but it doesn't always work that way you have to read the house and see what's right for you and he didn't do that and it ruined now nicole's game and it's he's out next i mean it's not even yeah i don't think it's a thing yeah, right. he, he was, he's saying, uh, end the season. Oh, my God. Just end the season already. Buy my plane ticket. <laughs> I'll just start Nicole. packing my bags now. Why, 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 in LA. <laughs> why have that attitude? Why not just be like, okay, it sucks, all right, but maybe it'll be better. With HOH. Yeah, when HOH. Oh, yeah, he, he was already missing Nicole. Nicole, wait for me in LA. <laughs> Nicole, you know. Nicole, I want out of here. Yeah, he might just self evict then at that point. Then you don't get your. He stipend. just needs to survive one more week, and then he's in a jury. Yeah, like I, I, I don't understand. I don't understand how you could ride your whole game so early on one person, and then once that person gets backdoored by you in a weird way, you don't adapt like you just kind of go okay well that's it <laughs> you know <laughs> i just don't think he's the brightest you know daniel yeah. i think he's uh kind of a follower he's like he seems like the kind of guy who would join a cult <laughs> <laughs> he has the hair yeah yeah he, and, I see what and apologies to anyone who has that haircut um but you know i'm sorry that i said that and apologies to also i also feel mm -hmm. that you should go to a barber asap <laughs> <laughs> with that haircut. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's definitely unique. Yeah, his haircut. It's not something I would choose. Right. Well, I speaking couldn't... of like putting so much on one person in the game, Jeff, hmm. let's talk about this showmance here between Alyssa and Kyle, which seems like um would be, you know, the, the bigger ramification, I think, of this veto not of being used by Daniel, not just that Nicole goes out here at this point in the game, it's also that Alyssa stays. And Alyssa's not in that leftovers alliance, and therefore uh, this showman's is a liability to the alliance in some ways, right? Because he's got this person on the side 
that's loyal to him, but he's, you know, obviously trying to stay loyal to these other six people. Also, I think all he cares about Dave, uh, Kyle, is that Alyssa gets to jury. He just needs to get through one more vote where Alyssa isn't the target. And yeah. Kyle will be a happy man. Let's have some fun. <laughs> <laughs> so horny. Am I right? Yeah. That's all he wants. I'm just too horny, dude. So he's like, we'll get Daniel. Well, if they get Daniel before jury, then Kyle's yeah, all good. I can't help it. She's so hot. He yep. figures that she would be a vote for him, right? Yeah, it's also in the jury, too, right? Yeah. Yeah. You want that person? Hell yeah, I want to come. <laughs> okay. Don't shut the door. And it's not a secret. See, that's the whole problem. Is like, it's not a secret that Alyssa is, you know. He thinks cloaked, it is. He was cloaked. trying to claim, oh, we're trying to play on the down low. People won't be able to tell, right? Because um, Joseph has told him already, you know. This, this whole moment here where they're making out next to maybe sleepy Daniel. He weekend past, at Birdies Daniel. He, look, he looks passed out. Yeah. <laughs> he looks like, yeah, Weekend at Birdies. <laughs> is is this a perfect example of Daniel's gameplay this season? <laughs> yeah, that's what he like, did the whole game. Like, even if, if Daniel, or sorry, if Kyle and Alyssa ended up long term, right? They'd be like, remember our first kiss? Remember how the lights were on and Daniel was right there? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Not a good player. I don't know how you. Not bright, says Debbie Springer. So. Yeah. I don't know how you list off some of the better players and you don't, you're nowhere near. He's asking to be brought back for all stars, Jeff. What? <laughs> well, you know what? Let's let's be fair. Have we not seen who was in all stars last season or <laughs> two seasons ago? Right? Yeah. Was second, was boot, second boot got into all stars. <laughs> do you think, yeah, the David? Yeah. Do you think Paloma will be brought back for an all star? Um, um maybe. If she gets the help that she needs, yeah, right. maybe. Well, in a year. As there's a series of other conversations they show in this episode, too. I just wanted to kind of recap it. The one here out here in the backyard. I think this is where people start to figure out what side of the house is what. Like the people who were not on the other side of the vote. It's not like it's just rocket science. No. Trying to figure out who the leftovers are lying to who's in it based on who's hanging out with who. But Monty was smart tonight to make sure that he got and not to be a close vote because then he probably would have to, because then they would have known Kyle flipped. Right. It's like Kyle got everything he wanted this week. Every single thing. He didn't have to be the one vote that voted with the leftovers over the Alyssa Indy crew. He got yeah. Alyssa off the block. He got Daniel to, to do it. And he got a call out. Like everything was turning up Kyle this week. And you know, Monty, so I, right? I won't be surprised if Kyle wins HOH. Yeah, well, he's gunning for it. He's repeatedly stated that he wants to gun for it. This conversation here between Monty and and Nicole, where Nicole's like, he she she tells Monty here, well, if I go if I was Hoh next week, I would go after like uh you know Indy and Alyssa, and then Monty's like, oh thank you, I'm just gonna go tell the girls that so they'll have a reason to vote you out, and therefore yeah you're right. It was all about not exposing the alliance that that kept coming up here in the episode, right? Like, like we can't expose the leftovers. What is there that much risk if the other side knew what the leftovers was? Probably not, because the leftovers probably going to win the competitions. Other than maybe a, a like a, the odd person with right? the well, best with the bestie alliance, 
there's only a couple places where they're exposed really yeah and that's the that's the only thing so michael and Brittany. michael and Brittany, and technically you have the terrence uh monty and joseph elias it's terrence kind of in the leftover is he in the leftovers no he's no. not but he's, he's kind a, of, i don't know he, what terrence I don't, is terrence on the he's show swing. He's, Ter, <laughs> terrence is a side alliance for monty and joseph that's what it feels like to me yeah i think so hey how are you i'm well thank you hey how are you um the other one monty tells jasmine here just about the whole uh (laughs) (laughs) that is is hilarious please bb comics use that as the template (laughs) that is the template (laughs) (laughs) oh my god oh no that's a perfect moment in time. Oh my God. I gotta tell you. So, um, I was just trying to do some. <laughs> I was trying to do some math, um, in terms of what would happen if, um, if uh, oh, what's his name, um, if Alyssa Indy Taylor get put up, right? Would the leftovers still have the numbers to vote them out? and um to vote in in the right way so seeing that the other side of the house is jasmine terrence indy Alyssa, and daniel right um so if one of them wins hoh that means automatically um sorry my math is wrong sorry sorry so it'd be jasmine terrence and daniel who would be voting for that side if Alyssa, Indian Taylor are up because Indian Taylor won't be able to vote. And then if um, one of them wins HOH, that means there's only two votes on that side. Versus... What if Daniel won the HOH? Wouldn't that be funny? Mary Bass asks. That would yeah. be hilarious because we'll get up. Monty. As long as it's not Michael and um, Brittany, right? Then what if the other Monty? side is fine. If it's Monty Joseph Terrence, if it's Monty Joseph Terrence, then they only have two votes um, taken away from them, yeah. right? So that means they have what? Um, Five. They have Michael, Brittany, Turner, um, Horny Boy, and Taylor voting. That's five votes, right? Yeah. I'm just too horny, dude. And then they would only have four votes, so they still have the numbers. Yeah, because they would. That's what's Jas- up. Jasmine, Terrence, Alyssa, and Indy. That's four votes. So four to five, they still lose. So <laughs> their only their best case scenario, other side's best case scenario, is if one of the leftovers wins HOH, right, and then somehow decide to put Michael and Brittany up, right. That's the only way that they would have enough votes, and then they possibly still need a flip. Yeah, no, the leftovers are in control of this game, and on the unlikely chance they don't win power, uh, then you know you deal with it. You still you can you can get around things. There's Michael there's and Brittany need to win POV or make sure that they're not put up. Right, but just back to the episode tonight. Let's not let's just talk about the the whole thing here, uh, Jeff. What do you think of Nicole's speech? Um, I don't know. A little pleading, a little petty, a little. 
It was a lot. It was damage control. I think it was damage control. Yeah, it was definitely a lot. She definitely, the whole episode for her was damage control. Um, Especially when Julie, you know, started Yeah, she... She was like, I love this game and everything else. And I, I, I had a great time. Like, you know, especially at the end where she was just like, I'm going to just like smile my way through this. Um, <laughs> Taylor's, Taylor's speech here, I thought it was something. Taylor. <sighs> to my friends and family at home, I know it's been difficult watching my experience in this house. Thank you. And I promise you it ain't over till it's over. Nicole, to quote a big brother super fan, Rihanna. You look so dumb right now. <laughs> Choosing me as your festy bestie, you thought was your security blanket. But here you are, both of us sitting on the chopping block because of your closest ally in the house who thought that you would still be safe. To the house guests, if you keep me in this game, you've always understood where I stand. I've never covered any tracks. I've never tried to misguide or mislead any of you. If you keep Nicole, you'll have someone that thinks that they can manipulate your game and wrap you around their finger to get what they need. It's not the game I choose to play moving forward. You will always know where I stand. I love you all, including you, Nicole, and I wish everyone here the best. That's why she wouldn't miss Thank PC you both. LD. All right, it is now time for the live voting to begin. So I like the speech, but I also think that speech is bad. And I'll tell you for what reason. It is way too polished. It is way too polished. I do not want someone who could do like such an effective and concise speech that doesn't seem hurried, um, like is composed. I don't really particularly want that person at the end. Would you? Yeah, you wouldn't want to sit next to Nicole, um, to Taylor at the end. It's it would be suicide. She might win, mm-hmm. even if you had a better game. Do you think that might be? what the whole thing with taylor has been from the beginning that these girls are kind of threatened by her ability to talk like that like and they know from the pageants and everything no because look i i make that point that's for the final two right there is so much <laughs> to get there that it seems foolhardy to like, oh, this person's a great speech, uh, speech writer or speech um, sayer. I'm going to get them out the first. That makes right. no sense. That's like that's like saying, well, um, this person's very strong. I should get rid of them early. Oh, wait, they don't do that in Big Brother. But yet it still always consistently plays a major part of this game. So. Why? Why are we? <laughs> we're worried about someone who could say a good speech if they make it to the end, versus someone who can actively control their own narrative, win power consistently through the game, like Michael. <laughs> right? Where, where's the target for Michael? Right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, he should have a huge target on him, right? Should. But he doesn't. Not at the moment, because I don't know. I guess it's coming down. To who do they want to live into the jury phase with? Maybe too. Uh, I think Nicole was a threat. I think they're also trying to, like, you know, they want this this leftovers alliance to go down to as close to the the final seven as possible. It won't last to the final seven, of course, but um, we'll see, you know. um, I think that the the members of it know it's kind of the the narrative story on the show at the moment and what the, the story, part of what the story that they're telling. Yeah. You know, otherwise. Uh, I think the Taylor speech also was just a little bit too cut, you know. Um, I think she just didn't need to really do so, put Color some of dumb. the parts in. 
Yeah, I didn't think. I think she should have called her more. <laughs> she did it because she wanted to. Yeah, she did it because it, it felt good to do it. You know, that's why she did it. Do what feels good, except when it's in Kyle's case. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look, she could have said a lot more. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, she like, could have. Just, just imagine if Rachel Riley was in the her shoes. I think that speech was very nice in comparison to if it was Rachel Riley or Janelle. Right. Right. Or if it had been uh, Amanda Zuckerman. Or <laughs> right. <laughs> or even Gina Marie. Or, <laughs> or Candace from that same season. Yeah. Howie! <laughs> Howie. Howie. Um, okay, and then just on, um, I guess, the the how this final sort of vote went. Um, before we get to the vote, can we talk about the voting? Now, we've already expressed our feelings about people doing shout outs during the voting segment. Now, now, and I saw Brittany was a culprit of this. They now are aware of where the cameras are when they're leaving. So they're not longer going at the camera like directly um, that Julie, they speak to Julie with. They know the cameras at the side. And Brittany was now talking to that. Right. When she was leaving the place. We don't need this at all, right? How, how are you going to police it? We don't need to see each and everyone's live vote, right? Show me a compilation, right? You know what's then... great about Big Brother Australia, Jamil? Go ahead. Is sometimes, well, usually when they do the vote, they do it more survivor style. And they'll show some people voting, but they don't show everybody. And then other times they show everybody voting. And other times they won't. They switch it up. They if do different things. Plus, there's no shoutouts. I think if you're not going to have an audience, what's the point of this whole live vote thing? Big Brother doesn't need to have an audience. That's what. That, that's how I feel about it. But that's the excitement of it. Like, okay, everybody, get ready. Now this person's coming in. And that's the whole idea of doing this live show on Thursday. Otherwise, it's an edited show. Who cares? Just like, you know, take out these shoutouts. I think it's it's too much tradition. It's tradition that after the person's voted out and they open the door, that people shout and yell out the door to no one because it's not there's no audience. They yep. stand around by the memory wall waiting for the person to get grayed out. For what reason? There's no reason. The person's gone, right? Uh, like, I don't need to stand there and wait for the picture to go gray. I already voted you out, right? You're dead to me already. Right, it's these these Big Brother traditions. Like, who wants to see my HOH room? Like, and then the, do, the music. Do, 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 do. Like, but it's never exciting, no matter how much like, they put that music. D- doing that thing where they wave while they're walking up to the stage to see Julie. Yeah. That is BBUS's version of in Big Brother Canada, where they clap as they walk upstairs. <laughs> I I want when I get eliminated from Big Brother Canada for people to boo. Right, <laughs> you suck. If Either they have way, like, a reaction's a reaction. Leftover that, garbage, they start throwing at me. Yeah, you're not even <laughs> worthy of the leftovers. Uh, walk away. But like, you know, this this the, the fact that this vote took so long that they stretched it out. 
guys and and then jasmine uh give it gave us this very crazy uh oh the chicken and the whatever she said she said prettier than a thing of ribs before guys but now hey julie you look prettier than a chicken wing in an air fryer why thank you my mom looked directly at me like what the hell was that that's not pretty you would look like a shriveled up oil cover i eat chicken wings from the air fryer guys and they don't look that pretty no they taste good it looks they taste fine but they're no prettier than any other wing if anything less pretty yeah that was a bad analogy i didn't i it's another clue to the fake character that she's putting on that is just like making up colloquialisms what is the end game though like you're you're hoping to land a a southern chicken commercial after this (laughs) yeah (laughs) it feels like it feels like she's gonna be on popeyes or something i don't know like she's she's gonna have a los polos hermanos franchise. (laughs) franchise at the end of this like what is the end game i just don't understand right yeah debbie springer not a fan hope she goes next (laughs) <laughs> she won't she'll go she's going give to me make a double it. eviction give me a triple eviction let's get this, Daniel this Jasmine man this man is going is is the likely to be next go if it's not, not cold inside why are you wearing that it's cool looking is it yeah okay. it's comfortable <laughs> oh i have to live with these people it's to shield him from the people yeah got uh other than that in the vote um I didn't pull it as a sound, but Turner was like, what's up? <laughs> what's up, Miss Julie? I feel like he's he hasn't been on the show that much yet. So he, like, listen, Spicoli. <laughs> if he ever talks to me, <laughs> listen, Spicoli, you need to quiet down. Oh, my gosh. He ain't cool. <laughs> he ain't. I think you're yeah. talking about Daniel, but yes, I also agree about both of them. Like, Turner's Turner's in my good graces still, right? But, my gosh. Can we talk about this guy? Uh, Why does he look like he's holding in a fart? (laughs) He really reminds me of the the guy from Rocky Horror Picture Show. Um, (laughs) Build him a man? (laughs) Yeah. He's Rocky? (laughs) No, yeah, he's the the Brad guy or whatever. Whoever Sharon... um, Oh, Brad... uh, yeah, it's, the guy who sings, the guy who sings "Damage Janet" or whatever, right? Um, uh, is it Brian Botsworth? I think so. He was from like um, Spin City. Oh, that oh. guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The mayor from Spin City. The mayor, the mayor from Spin City. He's like yeah. the second coming of that. So I'm trying to stay disciplined and take cold showers. <laughs> take cold showers. You know. You know. Uh, I, I, I can understand where he's coming from. <laughs> you know, I just want him to shut up and kiss me. So it's, I don't like it on the show this much, but I get why it is because it, it, it the girls especially will love this, you know. And I'm a is. girl and I'm in love. What can I say? <laughs> Barry Bostwick. Sorry. What's Barry that? Bostwick. Barry, uh, uh, like, I'm sorry. I have this issue. It's Barry Bostwick. And he played yeah. Brad Majors. Daniel's not cool. He oh, ain't. Okay. He That's ain't. <laughs> Kyle's cooler think, than Daniel. What do you think about Kyle? Like, do you think he like is in a good spot here, or is Alyssa going to be a liability? <laughs> He's in a risky sh- spot. 
because of his of his connection with Alyssa and the alliance, his alliance is less likely to trust him and he's likely to be a flipper uh if if he if they're not careful with how they handle it it's tenuous it's made the leftovers alliance fractured i think and they have a liability here but they no. got to handle it delicately on Kyle just sides. needs Kyle needs to make sure that they want to take out Indy more that Indy's a bigger threat that's what he needs to convince everybody of is Indy a bigger threat no yeah but eventually he's going to have to cut Alyssa no matter what Yes, yeah, but you want to tell him he just needs to get her to jury. That's what I'm telling you. That's all. If he yeah. plans to join her in jury, that's one thing, but I don't know. The more time that's what's time, up, that's what's up. Uh, you know, um, you know, let's let's see what um, underhand deals or jobs she does and finds herself staying a lot longer. What was a better showman's here, Kyle and uh, Lissa or Jensen and Beth, Jamil? <laughs> Jensen and Beth. Um, I guess by default it has to be uh, it has to be Kyle because one, they're not sharing. <laughs> Kyle is not yeah. sharing Alyssa with anyone. It's yeah, not yeah. a that's a did share uh, Beth with uh, with Deshaun for a while, but you know it was it started he, it started to get more about Jensen and Beth. Not a little rank yet. Never heard of anybody. He's the man in the world. I believe Tayshawn is on Big Brother. Can- uh, I mean, sorry, The Amazing Race Canada. Right? Yeah, now. with his father. With oh, his is dad. he Tayshawn? Yeah. yeah. He already won Big Brother Canada. Well, so yeah. he can get more money. More money. Tashawn and I have been boys since day one. We just happen to have a crush on the same girl. Yeah, they're in the isosceles triangle. The isosceles triangle, aka the, the sauce, sauce, has been on fire in competitions lately. <laughs> isosceles triangle. So there is, people are wondering if there might be another sauce app developing, which might be Monty and Joseph and Indy. What? What? Really? Mo- Monty, Joseph, and Indy as an isosceles triangle? Jeff. <laughs> it's breaking news to me. Um, it could work. I don't know if the structure is going to be solid. but no, so, that's- so A lot of people are positioning themselves post, post um, leftovers. leftovers yeah. right? So that's why the people are gathering up forces. That's why Michael and Brittany were like, hey, if we can get Daniel... You know, Daniel is going to be a big enough uh, target that we can, you know, keep with us, right? Or um, Alyssa and um, and uh, Alex, uh, they're like, who can we pick up? And they're like, hey, if we can get another pair like Michael and Brittany, that would do us well, right? Um, so you have Joseph Turner and and Monty as a, a, th- a trio. They're like, well, who are we going to get? We can try and get Taylor. Taylor's kind of with us, but we should also try to shore up ourselves and make sure that we have inroads with Indy because what happens if we break up and things get fractured? We can kind of position ourselves that way, right? People people are learning their lessons from the cookout last season, which was a uh, good portion of the, the people played a good game, and then when it was time to, to start eating their own, right? And it was getting close to eating their own, I should say. Um, a lot of people who had people outside the alliance, they cut them like Claire. Tiffany got rid of Claire. And then 
when push came to shove, she had no one there to protect her or no one there on her side. They didn't have enough bodies. So you don't want to get to the very end. It doesn't make any sense unless you have numbers in the group. And right now, oh, Monty. Oh, of Tiffany. I'm so excited. Right? So Michael and Brittany, um, Alex, right? They're going to do what they got to do. <laughs> Open white person, baby, all day. <laughs> I know. I've done that math last item. That was not the clip I was expecting. I'll, I'll repeat it again. Um, Brittany and Michael, right, mm-hmm. as well as um, Alex, they're going to do what they need to do. Oh. <laughs> do what you need to do. They right? might do it on a big blue couch. They might. Oh. Big blue couch. <laughs> grab a seat and some popcorn with your friends. Right. We occasionally throw you bones, Dave. Okay? For yeah. It's your clips. <laughs> do what you need to do. Do what you need to do. Oh, I will. <laughs> oh, Azza. She will be missed. His name is Lucius. You're just going to <laughs> call me petty, but I guess that's what I am. Oh, Lord. Yeah. Sometimes we go through the Oz's greatest hits, you know? My boobs look great. No penis. <laughs> um, Yay, Kylan. So, like, Indy's the best for sound bites on this season, but like. I don't know who would be second. Uh, sound bites this season, like it's it's Daniel Jasmine probably. Jasmine in the Daniel yeah. puts his foot in his mouth so many times that it's just like it's so great. Oh, yeah, <laughs> he's how not to play Big Brother. That's he's like a manual. Yeah. Oh, I have to live with these people. <laughs> just stop. From this point on, just stop. With the lace. The lace? <laughs> so great. With the lace. Oh my gosh! Get that sponsorship, girl. Get it. Buy my plane ticket. <laughs> I'll just start packing my bags now. Oh From here on out, do not speak to me. Hey, I'm Daniel, and I've been touring professionally as a musician for the last ten years, and I love meeting new people, making new friends. <laughs> oh my god! That might be just the funniest the season already. That might be the funniest clip you've played the whole night. Sure. <laughs> likes making I love, friends. I love meeting new people and making new friends. Yeah. <laughs> That's a, he did. He just seems so, so out of his depth. He's just so out of yeah. his depth. Yeah, he's just not prepared to play Big Brother. Look, so okay. you're in the position now where you can rally for votes and maybe even apologize for some things you've said in this house. What I, what I don't understand is I like Big Brother and I've watched many a seasons of Big Brother. Live feeds, you know, a lot of analysis and game theory, but but I would not consider myself or promote the fact that I'm a super fan. I don't think there's like different tiers, right? And I don't think I'm at that level, especially when you have people like who can memorize and know, break down, oh, the chances that it's this competition, right? Like people who have that type of analytical, you know, memory towards Big Brother is on a totally different level, right? I enjoy the game theory of it, and I, I love the show, right? But I would never count myself as a super fan. I'm more of a super fan than Daniel, and he's using the term super fan. 
He doesn't really know what it means, though. So it's like it's kind of yeah. like saying you're a doctor, but you can go to medical school, you know, or like <laughs> you're saying you're a colonel and you weren't even in the army, right? Like kind of like Colonel Sanders. It's more like saying I could hit a fastball down the middle, but no, <laughs> you can't. You, know you can't mean? do that. Man, batting stances like this. Yeah, <laughs> it was like, oh lord, <laughs> you're not gonna hit anything. You can't even hit a pinata, dude. What are you talking about? Yeah, it just it just feel like. People, stop saying you're a super fan. You're not, right? You like the show. You're a fan of the show. That's fine. To some of it, I think it just means not a recruit, per se. Yeah, but I feel like he was a recruit. I feel like he's something. I feel he like he's to know more... nothing of the game as far as how to play. So, it. We also have to realize that in this day and age, a super fan can be a recruit because if they're looking up people on socials or or like some people were taken from Tinder, not in this season particularly, but like they'll take people from all sorts of areas and information. You could easily find out if someone's a big brother fan by just checking out their socials because they might comment on it. Right. And that right. already skews people towards a certain percentage of, of fandom. Right. There's lots of people who watch big brother. They don't take the time to podcast about it or, or comment it about it on Twitter or TikTok or whatever. So Yes, there's levels of fandom. You ain't no super fan, though. Right. No, I think that's a good assessment of it. Um, okay, guys, can we talk about this festy bestie twist here and the <laughs> fact that uh, Taylor, as being the survivor of this vote, mm-hmm. uh, is left without uh, a festy bestie for the last mm-hmm. week of the twist. Now, uh, she had the option to join the trio of Terrence and Monty and Joseph. Doesn't take it. But did you think that was interesting? We had speculated that maybe they would make Terrence go with her because he was only he only had gone to that trio or become part of a trio, you know, because he didn't have somewhere to go before. He had been left alone. Or uh, but she ultimately here chooses to go with instead with Alyssa and Indy. Why? Do you mean because, explain? I can explain it. Okay, explain it. Because those two are not in the leftovers, so she can go sit with them and not have to worry. <clears throat> okay but they're also good she'll probably go up again with them at some point. yeah right but you know she's already done it do you know what i mean it also puts the other side in a disadvantage because if they still want to go after taylor um they're going to kind of screw themselves by taking away two votes and i don't know if taylor sits on the block like almost every week pre-jury that's something to brag about later i guess so so Mary says, I don't think I'm a super fan. I don't remember everyone's names and the winners. Same thing. Same thing. That's why like, I'm more of a fan of the the game theory, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, but that's the same reason why I watch, you know, Survivor. Like, the, the, the challenge of the interaction and the strategy, uh, social game aspect right. there, right? And, and Big Brother say- Survivor provides two <clears throat> outlets for that. Don't you find the show kind of missing? And not saying this is a good or a bad thing, but it's kind of missing what it used to have, where it was really just a bunch of degenerates thrown into a house, and the epic fights that occurred, right? Yeah. Like that's kind of why people watch this show. I'm not saying that's right or wrong. I'm just saying that's kind of what Big Brother was built on for a long time, and now it seems like any fight kind of gets like it's completely. A game show. It's it's a game right. show now. 
Yeah, it's more of a game show now. Yeah, that's a, it was more of a reality show before, and now it's more of a game show. You know, my the reason why for that is because they can't um, out reality shows some of the reality shows that are currently airing, right? They can't go as low as other people. So people are like, uh, there's a fight, but it wasn't as great as a fight as a housewives or, mm-hmm. you know, hundred day fiance or something like that, where it just gets really trashy or love Island, right. In terms of the showmances. So th- their thought process, in my opinion is mm-hmm. like, we're going to find this balance and they try to keep it as balanced as possible where they get a little bit of fights, a little bit of showmance, right? And that's going to carry their narrative of the formula, right? A little bit of the challenge is not too difficult, not too easy. Um, and then when it goes into an extreme on the live feeds, they they always hold back because, once again, they don't want to go to the extremes because they don't think that that's they're like the middle ground, right? So... I feel like the other shows have forced them to be like that. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I kind of wish that it would go back to the other one because one, you get more interesting people, right. In yeah. terms of, um, you yeah, know, they, cast, they also cast differently. now. They used to cast some real, you know, blue collar people for sure. Kiefer is not getting on to big brother us. He wouldn't. Why? It's me! Oh, wait. <laughs> what about her? What about Brittany? She got on. <laughs> she got on, but she's also a Taekwondo, <laughs> um, you know, champion. Champion who oh. kind of like Brittany kind of fills the role that, that what's the name was in? What was her name? Uh, Brittany? Wait, was the It's Me was named Brittany too? Yeah. It's me! So, like, they feel like the same type of the. I feel like short. I feel like Brittany is the. What is the other Brittany? Yeah, like their counterparts. Yeah, like. (laughs) But you're not going to see the man with the mullet and the gullet? The man with the mullet. Big gullet, bigger heart. Let's go. Kiefer would be like the Turner this season. Right. He's that archetype. I think think it's that sort of. unusual type sort of but i i think he has more of an opportunity to succeed in big brother canada than he would in big brother us probably yeah because the u.s uh cast is a little bit more preppy for like i don't know how to describe it uh the u.s cast is a little bit more uh model-esque elite elitist you know very elitist it's very it's very like they all look like models for the most part for like say 80 percent of the cast and And then you get a terrence a a turner and yeah yeah Yeah, they threw a couple in there but like in general it's more of like it's you know it's mostly instagram types or whatever um red vines those are the truth (laughs) yeah terrence in there and daniel I don't know what could make it happen. He's just sad. He's always sad. I get like a Steven Seagal vibe off of Daniel for some reason. He doesn't care. Yeah, I've been watching Big Brother for like 15 years. <laughs> Can Daniel kick? I've never seen him raise his legs. Yeah. Comment here from Mary was, uh, but I remember when KSR got voted out, 
when he would go back into the game, do you all remember that? It was epic. Yeah. Kesar? Yeah, when Kesar came yeah. back. Was that in six? Uh, yes. I was like, it becomes such a blur, the exact numbers. Like, it was especially to my error because, Wait, like, was it in All Stars? Was it seven? Seven. It was I believe. Yeah. Well, I only know KSR from the other time he played. When it Dave, was, you uh, gotta go back, dude. Like they have YouTube like compilations where it's yeah. like Big Brother, blah blah blah, in like an hour. I yeah. started in fifteen, and I've been watching since fifteen. But I was you gotta watching, go back. Go to. I was, watching, I was watching some clips the other day, Jamil. I was watching some of the fights. Like you go do a compilation of just the fights, Dave. Yeah. And uh, you know the ones with Russell and. Uh, Everybody, uh, pretty much. Russell's was, brother? No, no, no. This is another guy named Russell. Russell. Yeah, and he was like nuts. Like he was evil dick. Evil dick. Some evil of the shit. dick. Even when they had Josh Martinez on there. Uh, no, Dave. <laughs> evil, evil dick comparison to Josh Martinez is like night and day. Yeah, wow. no, it's not even close. Like it's it, winners. It, it changed at a certain point. Yeah, what? they won, but Josh won the modern game. Zach like, Rance. Zach was like the last guy. That before the modern era, he was a dying of a dying breed. Are you saying? Yes, that's what I think. Yeah, like fifteen was the last. I, in my opinion, the last real season of Big Brother. Yeah, that was the most reality based. You know, I'm not saying it's. I still watch it. I'm just saying before it. It was a little bit more. Who are these people? And things changed um, after fifteen for good and for bad. It turned into a game show. Yeah, right. Because there was too much liable lawsuit potentials. You know. And they were, you know, if the show wasn't on CBS proper and it was on Discovery or or some other affiliate cable network, it would have been continuing the same. If it was on MTV, it would have continued the same. But the fact that it's on CBS and in terms of CBS, in terms of the demographic, which uh, skews very um, old and this is their youngest skewing show, you don't want that type of backlash because then. What happens if it starts impacting your CSIs and your other procedural shows where sponsors want to pull out, right? No. Nope. So. Yeah, I keep thinking. It's on uh, three times a week. And uh, yeah, I get you. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Right. It's your lead in show, or in this case, it isn't their lead in show. What was showing before? Was it, um, it wasn't Ghosts, was it? What, what was. I don't remember CBS's schedule nowadays. Um, uh, do we have any spoilers? <laughs> no, dude. <laughs> feeds feeds will, so yeah, Young Sheldon and Ghosts. Like <laughs> th- those shows, those shows are not going to. <laughs> are you cannot have like the old Big Brother of old with that those two shows as a lead-in and then after that you have csi vegas which is classic csi let's talk just a little bit about uh the evictee tonight a little bit more uh, nicole who jeff drafted 10th overall i thought it was a good pick at the time it was, i, I it wasn't, wasn't necessarily if you look at what's like what's there on the board after you know after nine 10th isn't uh, nicole is 10th wasn't a bad choice at all. I am a fighter. No, I would have taken Kyle. I think everyone would have taken Kyle. But I would have taken yeah. Kyle. Kyle went last. How did yeah. he go? We all passed him over. I said I was not doing Kyle 3.0. I, I, I said it. I said oh, it. I still stand by it. I'm so, right. so surprised Daryl didn't take him. 
Like Daryl took indie instead of. Is it, I think that unemployed. Because if you look at our, if you look at our other draft, our Big Brother Canada draft, Summer went last overall, I believe, and I believe that she was also fun employed. Hmm. Right. So I still, uh, I still don't understand how Turner went first. Though. <laughs> ja, uh, Jane uh, was all about Turner, right? You know, we also have the whole Marvin Atchie replacement here with Joseph. But um, yeah, Jeff, now you only had down to Daniel. You're not looking good to win in this season. No, I knew I wasn't winning after I told you. I came on here and I told you guys it was, it's over. I'm losing. <laughs> Jamil, Taylor, and Alyssa. Still in the game. You're still in the game, but I think who's your best bet to win this Taylor between those Paul. two? Um, technically, Alyssa is. Right. I only have uh, Monty left. Um, so. I think Monty, um, like, there's a lot of people that still, there's still a lot of game left to play. Right. So, yeah. Right. Like, Team Daryl, like, Daryl, bless your heart. You're not winning this. Pooch and Indy? I need help to win the game. Bless your heart, Daryl. You're not winning this season. Dave, do you yeah. have that clip? Oh, yeah. I don't mind like playing with Pucci. Like I don't know if that's his thing, but I would never judge him. You know, it's fun, and you guys really should have. She kind of did judge him. She kind of laughed at. Him. <laughs> like looking, like looking at the list, I think everyone has a chance to win except Daryl. Not me. I don't, think I don't think Daniel has a chance. I don't think Daniel's a hope in hell if, of winning this game. If Daniel wins HOH and does, like, it's not like he's on the block yet. He still has a chance to win. Can Perry win this win. game? But it's his attitude that's going to get him evicted. <sighs> Do you think Indy has a better shot at winning than Daniel? I think that yes. if Daniel gets some momentum and let's say he hooks up with Kyle, Alyssa, well, and Daniel like runs some like in, this incredible season where he's always on the outs and <clears throat> he just wins his way to the end. Then maybe, but I think Indy's got a better chance just from playing a sort she, of average game. She has a better chance to sit beside somebody everybody hates. You but winning I mean? the game, I think she has no chance right now. Uh, yeah. Well, it depends if she. Yeah, if there was a better jury, the right, the right final two. Who's to say? What what is her like her final speech gonna be? It would be I don't judge Poochie for what he wanted me to do with his things. I, I love horses. I do uh, horseback riding whenever I have extra money because it's super expensive. But anyways, just because I take a little while longer than normal humans should hail and be happy again. So wait, are you saying that the dragon is gonna be rising? I don't have that dragon clip. Oh, you have to get that. Yeah, I know. I if Indy wins HOH, you have to pull that clip. No, I have the dragon. I'll have to go like through the feeds to get it. Um, you know. Please, 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 please. I've been through a lot in my life already. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. Please. Oh, Nicole, please save it. Oh. Help me learn this game. Another reason why Taylor also paired up with um, Indy and, um, and Alyssa is Taylor, if she doesn't win HOH, I think she'll be one of the few people who has not been a have-not. So the um, I think they have to pick a pair to be a have-not. So Indy and Alyssa were just have-nots, mm -hmm. which Indy was really pissed about being. 
So chances are not going to be a have not again next week or this upcoming week because like they were just have nots. Right. Well, she was the worst half not uh, uh, ever, I believe. Where, the most miserable have not of Big Brother history. Okay, other than cold showers and slop, what else? What else is a have not? Um, have not room. Have not room. You don't get have not. Those three things. That's yeah. it. It's not that bad. It's not like living on Survivor. It's not like other Big Brothers where, if you are in a a doghouse of some sort, um, you're literally living in a doghouse, or you have some kind of punishment that you have to deal with. Those are harsh conditions. See, in Big Brother Australia, what did turn it do to the Buffett? Uh, <laughs> didn't he only eat half of it? I didn't I think he might have. Is that like the episode of Seinfeld? Like, where's the where's the top of this Buffett go? You don't think that the homeless people I, were that was Buffett? brought up? I, I'm sorry, I didn't listen to that part of the feeds. I, in, I missed that muffin part. Did you, do you know the muffin part? I don't, I don't know. know the muffin man. Uh, the one from Andre Lane lives on Drury Lane. Um, okay, the thing that they do on Big Brother Australia, guys, is instead of having have-nots, what they do is they give the whole house a competition, and sometimes, like, like you know, so they get X amount of money by winning these competitions to shop for groceries for the week. Sometimes they, they give them no money, and sometimes they give them, like, a whole, like a whole bunch, depending on the competition, how much they can save. Um... Yeah, so it's interesting. You get to see what they actually order and stuff. It's interesting. We should have like a segment each show. Like, how would this show be better if it was Big Brother Australia? That's right. Big Brother Australia has some good ideas. If they had been doing this in Big Brother Australia, it would have been a better episode tonight because this would have been like uh, involved. I think that should be a segment. Mm -hmm. Um, Guys, uh, okay, so we don't know who the new HOH is, but who, Jeff, who do you want to see be the next HOH more than anything? What's the most interesting for you? The most interesting, yeah, probably Daniel, right, or Jasmine. You know, someone. No, they've like... already, they've both already been in power. No, I know that's why it's the most interesting. Because you want to see like the Empire Indy. Indy's my answer. She would be the most interesting to see when they join. Indy, well, who's gonna help her figure out the um, uh, <laughs> the, Nicole. the thing here? Nicole. Yeah. Nicole is. Um, <laughs> Did she want Nicole to help her? Please help me figure it out. Yeah. I was a police officer for 10 years before I became a chef. Yeah. I was a detective for two of those years. So please help us because I don't know how to figure out this game. (laughs) I have all of your backs. Please help us. I don't know how to play this game. And all three of those people I think she was talking to voted for her out. I think. You know? Didn't work. Right. He's a really bad player. I'm I'm trying to read up on Muffingate uh, quickly. Turner and Muffingate? Turner has been one of the least uh, sampled people for sounds this season so far. He's been quiet. He's a quiet guy. Yeah. It was kind of painful watching Nicole's DRs tonight because, like, I don't know. I was just like, you're so not, not aware of the house at all. Like, she thought Taylor was actually going home. Yeah, I feel like uh, Nicole's going to need therapy after this season. Mm-hmm. She might need someone to talk to. I don't her. think she had her head on quite right. You know, who cares if you're a police officer anyway, by the way? No, no. It was, she was the detective for two of those years, Dave. 
But what does that mean? Like you're like you should be on she's a TV awesome show. <laughs> I don't know. I think it means you're smarter than everybody and you can read people. And I think that's what you know people associate it with. Is that what it takes to be a detective? Okay. All right. I'm I'm up to date. Okay. Oh, muffin, muffin gate. Muffin yes. Okay. So before the vote, um, <laughs> I know Mary already knows <laughs> about this, but um, so before the vote, um, Jasmine went upstairs to um, uh, Joseph Amonti, demanding answers, demanding answers because as she lift up her bag, right? I had two muffins in here, and now there's only a muffin and a half. What happened with the muffin? Who said this? Jasmine. She Jasmine demands says, answers. What she, happened with the muffins? What, what happened with the muffin? She just came off as an HOH, as um, a have not. And she was saving those muffins and she was looking forward to eating them. She put them aside. She went to DR and then she came back and it was only a half. And she demanded answers. She wanted justice. So yeah. she, why do you do? Why would you take half a muffin? She, so she's questioning people, questioning, got no answer. She's frustrated. So who stole the muffin? The we demand the extradition of Kirk. We demand justice. <laughs> so Turner, it was Turner. Turner um, uh, was talking to Taylor and uh, felt that uh, Jasmine was playing them. So he went and he took half of the muffin, right? To to prank her, right? To rile her up. Guilty as charged. Guilty. Now, the interesting thing about Turner is I don't feel bad because Turner has also been maligned. He's also been mistreated in the house. He has very specific food allergies and can only eat certain things. He he er, eats a different version of slop, right? Because he's vegan and I think he has a gluten issue. Not quite sure. So he has food specifically when he became HOH that he he got that is um, focused towards treats of his his particular diet. Well, he was just a have not. Funny thing, people been using his food. That he can't eat, that he put aside for when he's off slop that he can eat. But people keep using it, using like in abundance, so it's running out. One of the main culprits, Indy, right, has been using his specific food. And he's tried not to blown up about it, but people have mentioned it, like saying, hey, ease up on his food. He needs it. You know, when he comes back, because it's not like he can just eat everyone else's food, right? Right. This is his specifically. So, him taking a half of a muffin and Jasmine thinking it's the end of the world, it's a little bit like you need to, you know, read the room and understand the situation. So, Mary, I hear you in terms of Muffin Gate, but I think that, <laughs> I think that Turner has face greater atrocities than this you know than this here right so yeah it seems like they have plenty of food to go around most of the time i don't know what the what the problem is in general yes so when someone has a specific diet you should be you know um conscious of it yes respectful dave mm -hmm. um and to answer your question because i was focused on, sorry on muffin gate 
who do I want to be HOH? Oh, I want Taylor. <laughs> you want a Taylor HOH? I want okay. Taylor. I want Taylor. I want speeches. I here's the problem that I'm I'm facing with my my scenario that I want. I want Taylor to be a bad B. Right? I want her to like finally have some power and wield it. Right. And um, give us some some cutting diary rooms, some mm. good speeches. The problem is, if she does that, then they're going to say, see, when she got power, she she acted exactly how we said she was going to act. Not not understanding that the reason that she would do that is to get back. For what happened? To get back. I am a fake Don't speak bitch. to me until finale. To get back, to get back at them. No. Uh. Get back at them. I'm trying, Dave. I'm trying <laughs> to get back at them. Yes, exactly. For what they did. For what they did. Right. Yeah. So, it's like, does she take the high road, or take the you know, you know the congenial road? Well, I think if she tries to go like a big, huge splash on an HOH next, uh, I think she could see herself being the first juror after that because I think people will just see her as too big of a threat or too too flashy of a player to some somebody you'd want to be near at the end with. So I could see her being targeted early in the jury phase. I don't think she would. Maybe she would do some big speech or whatever. Who would she put up, though? Like, Daniel. Would she put up Daniel and Kyle? Yeah. Daniel and Jasmine? No, Daniel and Kyle. Oh, you have to put you have to put the besties up together, right? Yeah, Jasmine, and, Jasmine and Turner are the other ones. Jasmine so, and Turner. So Daniel, Kyle. Yeah, yeah. And then Alyssa would be safe with that. Yeah. Happened. Yep. You know? Yeah. And then Alyssa would try to win Ho um, Vito and try to save her. Uh, try to save Kyle. Mm-hmm. Right. I think that's that storyline is the most interesting in terms of, you know tying up the the current storylines um but i thought about it dave i want her to be a bad b i don't care if she gets voted out next i want to i want that we need some fire we need some like it's kind of died down a little bit i want to see that i didn't get my pound of flesh i wanted this this upcoming week i think it will be almost no matter what the person leaving will be either daniel indy or jasmine that's what i think why, why not Michael or somebody like that? Because nobody's going after him. You know, right. nobody. Right. What if Brittany was the next HOH? Yeah, that'd be interesting. It's me! <laughs> no, that, that, that's the other Brittany. It's me! I mean, Michael... Abused, and frankly, a little disappointed. Michael winning wouldn't be a surprise. He's won a bunch of competitions. Michael, yeah. And he Too was all like... With a target on his back, but... For his sake, it makes sense to be to kind of protect yourself from being put up on the block. Yeah. Yeah, there's no reason for him to be like vulnerable, you know. My name is Michael, and I am a proud cat dad to three wonderful cats, Lila, Sasha, and Megan. Let's see. Yeah. Cat I could take guys okay uh i think we're done here tonight for big brother 24 week four eviction episode we have no spoilers to get into so we'll be back sunday 
August 7th uh, to talk about the week five kickoff, HOH competition, nominations from there, see how things are going to play out. The things we were speculating about tonight will be quite realities by the time we come back on there. Check that out. Check out our back catalog, including Survivor Season 42. Guys, we, uh, we covered that uh, not too long ago. Or Big Brother Canada 10, as we uh, alluded to as well. So, Or we have a whole bunch of other stuff here on the Super Made Brothers podcasting playlist. You can go back and check out if you you never know when you might uh, cross over on an interest in a podcast that we've done something on. Also, you should check out our other channel, Live Long and Podcast. Star Trek um, all the time. we got Star Trek Enterprise, guys. we got Star uh, It's been a long time. Every Monday night, Star Trek Enterprise uh, with Jody Simpson and Adam Woodward and Kevin Millard and myself. We talk about all these episodes in order. That's been uh, quite a bit of fun. Uh, well, and sometimes not. So, you know, <laughs> sometimes you get a bad episode. Yeah. But other times, guys, we have um, Star Trek D Space 9 at 9 every Tuesday night. Where we're going through every episode in order. Now up to season five. Blaze of Glory. In England's green and pleasant land. That was really beautiful, Chief. Yep. Yeah. Blaze of Glory is what we are covering. Blaze of Glory coming up. We got Michael Editing, Jeff. We're going to be talking about him. He's Lucky he's, Looney. Yeah, he's Lucky Looney. Oh, do I know that? Uh, oh, he took it off. I took it off. He took. Oh, well, he's gonna have to re-add it anyway. Oh, here it comes. Uh, hold on. That's worthy. So, my lucky loony. Yeah. So that would be on Tuesday night, Jeff. And then uh, Star Trek uh, Radio Theater, guys. Uh, our ongoing series where we do radio plays, reenacting the Star Trek episodes and like script reads. Just posted the edited version of um, of of Death Wish, a Voyager episode with with a bunch of cues in it. Jeff was uh, Isaac Newton. He murdered a bunch of prostitutes, and he had to go back and restore the timeline. So that's, right. that's how it goes. Um, what else, guys? Uh, we got uh, Star Trek uh, Trivial Debates, a monthly show. We are with movies, TV, sports, and more. Most recently, Jody Simpson hosted with Jeff Davin and Chris Murphy competing. We got Chris Murphy set to host the next one Ooh. with Jody and Adam Woodward competing and somebody else to be determined. Oh, like... He took a one break, one week, one one break, one week, one month to type uh, to uh, to partake in the competition, and now he's back in the hosting chair again. Chris Murphy, yeah, he's back in. He's uh, he's 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 that's uh, unprecedented, guys. Unprecedented. Anyway, uh, also check out the Hellbound podcast with Michael Chan and Alex Blackburn. Let's talk about fighting games with Eamon Mater, under also known as Sam Jerka. And also, uh, look, Cuter's a track uh, with uh, Davin Skillhorn and Dave Pugsley, as well as his other podcast. Uh, it's called X-Rated, X-Men, the Animated Series Rewatch. Uh, they'll be back next Tuesday. I'll be on to talk with, with Andre. Them, with Andre. Talk about episode three of the Phoenix Saga from season three. Uh, the, something about the Banshee, the flight of the Banshee or something like oh, that. Oh, yeah. Uh, so if you want to know about X-Men, the Animated Series, and everything going on there, check that one out as well. And guys, that that's it for tonight. Um, I think we can we can go out on a clip here. And uh, thanks for being with us. And we'll see you Sunday. Have a good one. All right. Hey, Julie, you look prettier than a chicken wing in an air fryer. Why? Thank I was you. We sat for ten years before I became a chef. Yeah. <laughs> I was a detective for two of those years. Oh, so please help us because I don't know how to figure out this game. <laughs> <laughs>
That's your future HOH. I have all of your backs. <laughs> future HOH. <laughs> 